This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. Say, 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 say. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, the main event. Let's get ready to scale Agile. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. Come on, Dad. You've been working really hard. You've been working out every day. You're so disciplined, Dad. Let's go, Dad. Go in the ring. Get him, Dad. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more. You get in there and you beat him to a pulp, Mom. Maybe you've been doing Scrum for a while with one team. And they take in product backlog increments. Those are the requirements that the teams deliver by the end of the sprint. Now, you take that and spread it across a larger organization where multiple teams need to coordinate their efforts in order to deliver a product backlog increment. The number of teams could be two teams, five teams, ten teams. Imagine the coordination effort needed to get those teams to work towards one product backlog increment. Richard Hundhausen tells us how this is done in the Nexus. Normal product backlog, uh, although it's scale, it's probably going to be far left hand, backlog. and it's 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 a normal product backlog. It's going to have items that are a little more ready towards the top. And, and that and product backlog for the entire Nexus? It's for the entire product. We we, oh. we believe that, that, that scaling using the Nexus framework is about many teams working on a single product. I see. Now this can quickly dissolve into what's my product, and there's lots of techniques out there for identifying that. The Nexus framework is not about, hey, we really think Scrum works, we want to bring it into our organization and use it everywhere from, from the maintenance department to IT to finance. Okay, I've seen organizations like that, that's not scaling. This is for the situation where we've got multiple Scrum teams wanting to work on a single product, single product backlog with a single product owner. Just like in Scrum, we begin the sprint with the sprint planning meeting. Uh, Same uh, idea that the the Nexus sprint planning meeting uh, is where you're going to have uh, the forecast as well as the plan for each team. But what we, what we call this is one of the kind of big room meetings where you're going to have representatives of each scrum team meet at sort of a pre-meeting and uh, discuss, again, last chance to sort of make transparent the dependencies that are understood there, uh, refinement, sizing, a little, little bit of, of trade-offs and horse trading, we call it, so that the teams can deliver items so that, you know, A, no PBI crosses a team boundary during the sprint, uh, and, and B, that the, the sort of best team for the job uh, selects that item of work. Again, being mindful of dependencies, but also being mindful of delivering value and something that's demonstrable and spectable at the end of the sprint. So then those representatives from the different scrum teams will then take those PBIs back to their individual scrum teams, sprint plannings. Uh, they decide if that forecast meets their 
you know, their capacity, their velocity, their new definition of done. With the new scrum guide comes some improvements that have to be done each sprint. So, hey, does, do they think that they can, they can get those PBIs done this sprint or not? Uh, they create a plan if so, and the, the, the overall big room next to sprint planning meeting is done when the last scrum team's sprint planning meeting is done. Oh. They, they all kind of need to stay there because, hey, if teams one through four, you know, looks good, their, their PBIs are forecasted, their plans at a high level fleshed out, but, but team five, who depends on some work from other teams, realizes, oh no, you know, a couple of our people are taken off for training, we're not going to have a full, a full crew, we better go back to the other teams and say, hey, those things you're relying on us for, we may not be able to get them done. So we like to have all teams in that meeting until the last team's uh, forecast and, and plan is done. So it sounds like they're building a uh, shared backlog, a cross-team backlog about <clears throat> what they can deliver in the next uh, uh, sprint. It kind of. Um, we don't really have the notion of, of a shared sprint backlog except for uh, it being a view of any dependencies across teams. Okay. So we have a new artifact scale called the Nexus Sprint Backlog. Mm -hmm. And you can think of it as the PBIs from the individual Scrum Team's backlogs being visualized in a, uh, you know, some kind of a flow diagram with, you know, keep it simple, you know, one row per team to do in progress done, maybe with a blocked call. Mm -hmm. So that uh, whoever wants to from the Nexus can say, wow, um, team one is waiting on team two's PBI, and team two hasn't even started it yet, and the sprint's half over. Mm. So you can sort of think of it as a read-only aggregate view of the individual team sprint backlogs forecasts. Mm. Um, it's, it's there, who maintains it, who views it, um, do, do, you, do you have the daily scrum at that artifact? Don't care, let the Nexus decide those kinds of things. So, so day to day, just like in Scrum, uh, we have uh, a daily Scrum. It's a you know synchronization meeting for the teams to plan for the day. The, the only difference at scale is we have something called a Nexus daily Scrum prior to those individual daily Scrums. So representatives from the different Scrum teams and the Nexus can decide who they are. Go to this little pre-meeting. It's time box, just like a normal daily Scrum is. At this meeting is where uh, they're going to make transparent to each other any integration or dependency issues that have occurred in the last 24 hours so that other teams can say, oh, hey, you know, we're, we're going to be stepping into that swamp today. Thanks for the heads up. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I didn't know that the, the auditor's in the building. Okay, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for them. So we also define dependencies as, as you know, they can be people dependencies, domain dependencies, technical dependencies. They can be uh, code dependencies of repositories that maybe are private in between the teams. Not a, not a recommendation, but we call that a dependency and something that needs to be worked out. The output of that Nexus daily scrum pre-meeting then becomes input to the individual team's daily scrums. Mm -hmm. So you can think of it almost like a scrum of scrum, scrum of scrum meetings, except that it's required and it happens first. I like the idea about it happening first because the multi-team scrum that I have with other coaches and it's towards the end of the day and it's very uh, difficult to respond to what I learned at the end of the day. So that's, that, that makes sense. And sometimes I'm asked, well, can we still do a scrum of scrums? And I say, well, just like in single team scrum, no, you're not allowed to talk to people. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. Coach. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to do a scrum of scrums, or if the coaches, or the you know the developers, or the, the database people, 
you know, these, these teams, we recommend them being not just cross-functional and co-located, you know, long-lived, just like standard professional scrum, but also to be a, a feature team so that they can, as a team, take a customer-facing uh, PBI, a feature, if you will, and be able to deliver it, you know, not just, not just through all the, the uh, skill sets of development, but through the whole stack of the technologies. They, they know how to write the SQL code and they've got the password for the SQL server, mm. so to speak. But we don't say Nexus requires feature teams. Oh, okay. we, we recommend feature teams, but we realize there's also persona teams, there's feature set teams, there's journey teams, there's customer experience teams. Um, some of those are just sort of synonyms for other ideas, but we don't just say feature teams. We, we do strongly recommend in Scale Professional Scrum that those not be component teams. Okay. We don't want a whole team that just looks after the database. Oh, I see. Right? Um, because that means that, hey, every PBI has got to have a dependency on that team, so to speak. What, what about like a UX team versus? Same thing. Okay. Uh, any, t any team that's, that's, that focuses on a layer of the app, you know, UX, data, the middle tier, security, you know, the web team, whatever, the, the Android team, uh, those are smells that maybe, gosh, are, are any, any item, any feature coming through has got to touch that team. So again, we, we are fans of, hey, let's let all of those, I don't know, 40 people get into a big sort of job fair room and have them self-organize into the teams they want to join. Cool. And, and the teams can look after different you know, aspects of the app, domains of the app, personas of the app, and they can have almost have like a job board. Hey, come over to the, the, uh, the driver team and, and help us build a, a, you know, a driver app for people with uh, an Uber you know, experience or a Lyft experience. And, and, hmm. and we're team drivers, so, so we wake up every day thinking about how to make the driver's experience better. So we need, you know, uh, uh, native developers. We need some back-end people. If you've got experience in, in in the taxi business, or if you've ever driven for Uber or Lyft, hey, that's good experience too. But you know, we need people that can do mapping and, and geo and things like that, and let them form their own teams. Not all organizations are ready for that weird, weirdness. They might want managers to, you know, form the teams. And if you're in an organization where, like, all the all the uh, UX people or all the, the testers report to a manager or up to a VP, this is hard. Yeah, it's hard to do Scrum in the first place in an organization like that. Are you interested in learning the fundamentals of scaling Scrum across your enterprise? Are you doing Scrum but unsure how to be effective? when product development requires many teams. The business novel, Agile Grande, will teach you these skills through dramatic storytelling. The following concepts are covered. Scaling Scrum, systems thinking, organizational design, systems modeling, and how to develop a transformation plan for you and your organization. You can get a pre-release copy of Agile Grande for free at leanpub.com. The link is in the show notes. Next episode, Richard Hunhausen tells us about the Nexus integration team. I want to point out there's a new role in the Nexus. It's probably the most misunderstood role, probably because of the name. It's called the Nexus integration team. And this is not like other scaled frameworks where they're the ones that do the work and they're the ones that merge the code and write the tests and fix the broken builds. 
What, what they are is, is they're a, a just-in-time team of people from the Nexus. 